It's 8.47 and it's time for Personal Mastery. And today we're talking about managing your expectations when it comes to relationships. And in the end, we are not solo beings. Humans simply can't live in isolation. And that's why how we relate to other people becomes so critical. And often we have expectations, whether it's a a romantic relationship or of our best friends, our colleagues, etc. And um, often when things don't go our way or we're not... Uh, when those expectations are not fulfilled, then conflict happens. So how should we go about managing expectations in relationships? Clinical psychologist Anele Siswana joins us. Good morning. Good morning, Mo, and you too. Morning, Anele. I think it's safe to say that everyone in this room, and probably most rooms, has been disappointed mm. um, <laughs> in relation to having an expectation which is then juxtaposed by uh, a complete disappointment in what they expected. But is that not the normal thing? Is that not normal? It's normal, right? Yeah, it's normal. That's why we're using the then the word uh, managing. Yeah. Um, because I always say to people, never ask for anything that you cannot do for yourself or give yourself. Because if you can't do it for yourself, how do you expect another person to do it for you? So ideally, um, the idea of expectations, it's okay to set them within a certain context. Remember this. Every relationship is a system on its own. Yeah. And every system has roles and roles definitions. So we need to be very careful as to what role do I play in your life. In the context of a romantic relationship, um, we are couples. We are not in a mother, son, father, daughter relationship. So it needs to be very clarified because sometimes people get muddled between expectations and roles. Whereas your expectation could be that which you can expect from a parent, not necessarily from your partner. And you realize that yeah. in romantic relationships, a lot of conflict happens because people feel that you should be doing this for me because it's an expectation or as it's a role definition that is outside a romantic relationship. So in essence, there are people that you shouldn't place expectation on. It, you can, but it depends on mm. what is the nature of our relationship. Uh. In a friendship, I can only ask for so much because the definition of intimacy and closeness go as far as that we are friends but anything that goes beyond a romantic need leave the those things where people uh, make arrangements and mm. um, friends with benefits you're still expe- setting an expectation because sure. the expectation there is a benefit but the definition is we are not in a romantic relationship we are helping each other now, Anela, how does one communicate the disappointment and the expectations that maybe you didn't communicate in the beginning, right? How do we then communicate? Is it a thing of holding back? Uh, maybe I'll give them another opportunity. Maybe they might not disappoint me next time. Or is it, is it advice to approach it head on to say, look, my expectations were not met. This is why. Can you do better? I think there we need to establish um, where does your need come from yeah. for that expectation. Yeah. Um, because you may realize in romantic relationships particularly, a lot of our um, disappointments stem from our projections. Mm. I may have projected something that I think you may be able to give me, but because the one that you, you are requesting from does not feel or believe that it is their role to play that. So the disappointment does not sit with the person who should have acted to your expectation. The disappointment stems from your own unmet need. However, it plays out in that context. Yeah, because I'm I'm actually getting a bit of a flashback myself (laughs) in terms of 
not communicating yeah. what my expectations were. Yeah. Is, um, it, is, it, is it communicating your needs or expectations? Well, in, in her, however interlinked those are, but pretty <laughs> much in that. And, I, and in, in, in hindsight, mm. I realized that I should have been able to communicate a little better, mm. but also have a conversation with myself, mm. particularly on that point of what the needs on my end are and what I'm trying to fulfill. Yeah, I mean, also, when, when you discover um, that more that it's, it's an unmet need from my perspective, you are then able to negotiate and be able to express to say, I have these needs. Mm. And also, you need to be able to ask the person that you are asking from, do you have the capacity for accommodating my needs? Yeah, but some people say yes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> no, say maybe now, I do, I don't know. Because right in there, <laughs> yeah. right in there, yeah. um, right, it's, it, there's a thing about, if you're asking me for capacity, again, I need to be able to be clear about what you are asking from me. Yeah. Because it could be an emotional need. Yeah. It could be an emotional expectation. But you could be asking for emotional support when I myself am depleted. Sure. Then I'll be able to say, babe, I can hear you. Um, I, I recommend that you see a therapist, not because I don't want to listen to you, mm. but because I don't have capacity. Then now, when it becomes an uncommunicated need, we also need to ask yourself, what limits or what hinders you to be able to communicate your need? Because many times, people from their own how they were raised and how they've engaged with the world they've been disappointed so much yeah. that it's their own reality and own issue that they feel every time they request for support or an emotional need or an emotional availability the, the likelihood is i come from a place where those needs are often unmet mm. so i'm scared that you are unable to do that because you could potentially be the father that disappointed me, mm. the mother that disappointed me, or anybody who's a caregiver that should have provided care. But all the time when you have to communicate your needs, you're confronted with a situation where you're two ways about it because disappointment is that which you don't want to experience. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're talking about this morning, managing your expectations in the various relationships that you find yourself in. Clinical psychologist Anil Siswana joins us now and uh, we're just kind of navigating this conversation. The other thing, of course, is um, these expectations becoming a barrier in various types of relationships. So where your expectations are of a certain nature that either they're unrealistic or mm -hmm. nobody has been able to meet that expectation, etc., etc. I mean, is there such a thing as these expectations being a barrier? Yeah, potentially they can. Um, especially when we keep on... Um, introducing expectations mm. that for the longest of time they've not been met. Uh, at the end of the day, that can potentially be a barrier. But also, it could um, get a relationship to a space where it's fixated, mm. that there's no growth anymore. Because all we do, we are in conflict with each other because I feel, and again, the issue with expectation is you feel that the other person should do this for you. And even with with parental-child relationship, yeah. there, there are certain expectations that at the end of the day, especially under the gaze of black text and all of these things, black text could be a barrier of people having healthy relationship with True, those because we're expecting to. you yes. to send money every time for and whatever. And that transaction becomes the definition of the mm -hmm. relationship, that yeah. you're no longer now needing me, but you need the expectation to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So there's a dismissal of my 
existence in this relationship and this is what happens especially in romantic relationship that when there's a dismissal of these expectations i may then feel that we're not going anywhere and so let's break up or at the end of the day there, there comes a point where i'm abusive because i'm aggressively wanting this yeah but i'm not aware that my aggression stems from these barriers which potentially lead us to a state of fixation yeah so uh, as we wrap this conversation Anneli, how do we manage this disappointment in a way that doesn't sort of um really just take the wheels off because some people can't handle the disappointment on the back of whatever expectation has not been met i think you need to be able to be very realistic if do i have capacity for my own personal needs to be able to ask for this from this person or even create it as an expectation but when you realize that there is nothing more else that you can get clearly there's some way where you can explore the depthness of where does this need come from and how can i help and assist my partner or my friend to come closer to the recognition of my own needs so that there's awareness a lot of relationships that we have do not have insight and where there's no insight and awareness then that relationship would not go anywhere mm. so therapy i always encourage that sure. but to be in constant conversations with those whom we are in relation or communion with so that we can minimize these issues where you don't meet my expectations because at the end of the day i might come as self fool the other person may not be at that point yeah. where we should be establishing a healthy relationship thank you absolutely anele we appreciate this conversation so much and i'm pretty sure it will go on in many uh, offices and uh, even a water cooler moment who knows <laughs> if anybody wants to uh, find you and follow you where do we find you on instagram at anele_siswana as well as bookings at anelesona.co.za on tuesdays i do a dove men plus care thing for men Nice. So I really encourage men to follow on Instagram at 7 to really talk today we're talking about men and accountability. Nice. Everyone is saying on the socials that it sounds like we have a president Sir Ramaphosa in studio. Anela <laughs> sounds like the president. Oh my. I've asked the first. It's not the first. Thing I receive. <laughs>